0: Alright, alright. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call Podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of fantasy6pack.net. With me tonight is a, uh, a fill-in guest co-host. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. What's going on, man?
1: What's going on, Joe? Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Eric Johnson, I'm a writer and editor over at uh, GoingForTwo.com and uh, co-host of the Fantasy Friends Podcast. But we're about to uh, break down some pretty... Decent, I guess. games. some good ones, <laughs> some bad ones, some decent ones from uh, from week three here. We've
0: had we've had some interesting games. I'll, I'll tell you what the, uh, the I was uh, dreading those those first games today. Uh, we had a lot of duds, but uh, came on strong at the last part of the games here. But uh, dude, let's start off here real quick with with tonight's game, and it's the Packers and the Forty Nine ers, and and I just got to. We just talked about this before we went on air. Like, that last play before half where they brought in Trey Lance and they the Packers just basically let him walk in. Like, how do you not just spy Trey Lance that entire time? Like, let's just put two guys on each side and just spy Trey Lance. You knew what was coming. We knew what was coming. We were like, oh, guess what? He's going to run to the outside. What? And they just let him walk right in. Like, oh, uh, geez. Okay, anyway
1: uh <laughs> no idea it, we were saying we mind-boggling before we went on i'm like oh jimmy g's taking it oh never mind this dude is way faster than jimmy g never mind that's trey lance like he gets- yeah you were like you were like trey lances
0: in I'm like oh he's gonna run it in and then boom it was- happened so yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was that wasn't what that wasn't a hard one to predict guys um yeah it is what it is we but i mean
1: defensive coordinators that's that's the real story
0: here no i don't know <laughs> i'm not no, even not even that. close but you don't want that stress i i yeah i'm not even gonna pretend like i'm that good so <laughs> we're just we're just gonna go with that one so anyway yeah but- all right anyway man let, let's jump into the rest of the games here and i will let you lead the way with these one uh these 1 p.m games
1: yes sir so we're gonna hit off on two drubbings off the bat washington football team versus the buffalo bills uh washington 21 buffalo 43 uh heineke 14 for 24 212 two touchdowns two interceptions uh the bigger bigger news for fantasy was that gibson saw that he he had 73 yards receiving not too shabby uh finally i guess they, they finally realized maybe you know what this dude played wide receiver in college like lord have mercy Uh, (laughs)
0: right you know i mean uh, it it was off one catch so let's let's slow it down a little bit there but yeah like hey guess what you guys should probably give him the ball a lot more like mckissick is a great pass catching back but gibson pretty good himself
1: (laughs) he's a he's a a, a tad athletic that's what we'll say with that slightly yes (laughs) Josh Allen, uh, I mean, just he looked back to the 2020 form that he that he had, 358 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Zach Moss, 13 for 60, uh, uh, three 31 and one in the receiving game there. Colby Be- Beasley, 11 for 98. Emmanuel Sanders, the old man Deuces. has got some strength in that Achilles. Two touchdowns. And then Stefan Diggs, 6-62, six for 62, still a decent uh, PPR outing for you. So, uh, Joe, what did you take away is, from this game right here?
0: I mean, the big thing for me, and, uh, you know, Jeff and I have talked about this the last couple of weeks, and, and uh, I've even talked about it with my co-host, AJ, in the last couple of weeks on uh, Fantasy Six-Spec Hours, is Josh Allen, man, finally looked like Josh Allen. The uh, The efficiency, you know, was back up. The yardage was way back up. Uh, The touchdowns were way up, and and so we're loving what we see here. The other thing i got to mention here, just real quick, is how bad does this Washington off-defense look? Dude, I mean, they were phenomenal last year, and we all thought they were going to be, like, what, a top-five defense this year, and rightfully so. I mean, the personnel really didn't change. I don't know what's going on, but they got to fix this crap real quick if they're even going to be competitive because the offense isn't going to be very competitive. Like, we know Gibson's good. We know McLaurin is good. But, obviously, that the, we knew the thing was, that was going to hold them back was going to be the quarterback and it may not be the quarterback holding them back anymore. It might be the defense if they're going to keep playing like this. So, I mean, like, I get it. The Bills, the Bills' offense is phenomenal, but they they didn't play well the first two weeks, even against the Giants, to be honest. So... Something's got to get right real quick, and Josh Allen exposed them big time, and he should have.
1: Yeah, agreed. And I'll just say one thing as far as the running game goes. Uh, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, flip a coin. Who knows what's going to happen? Zach Moss saw 16 opportunities. Devin Singletary uh, saw 13, and they had a positive game script the entire game. So just kind of pick your poison. If it's me, I'm not starting either one of them because I I just can't deal with that heartache. When I see the other guy go off.
0: Well, let's put it this way, too. They had a positive game script, and Josh Allen still threw 43 times.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that just means they still want to run this ball or pass this ball a lot more than they want to run. Singletary was an afterthought for some weird reason today. So, yeah, Yeah, moving on. (laughs)
1: 100%. So, like I said earlier, another drubbing, if you will. The Chicago Bears, (sighs) six points. The Cleveland Browns, twenty-six. Fields, 6 for 20 with 68 passing yards, sacked nine times. Lord have mercy. Montgomery, 10 for 34. That broke my DFS heart right there. I thought he might do a little better. But I'll tell you, uh, Baker Mayfield looked halfway decent, Two for 40, uh, 246 passing yards, one touchdown. Nick Chubb being his normal self, 22 for 84. Kareem Hunt was really the star, the fantasy star, of this yes. show, ten for eighty-one and one and six uh, receptions for seventy-four yards. OBJ getting out there doing way more than I thought he would do. Yeah,
0: me too. Five me too
1: for seventy-seven.
0: Yeah, me too. I, yeah, congrats for OBJ that, for coming back and being you know being relevant. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a bigger thing from him in the future. You mentioned Hunt. It, it, like I, I like Kareem Hunt's talent. You know, we I think we all do. I, but I think we all agree that this is Chubbs' team for the most part, and it's hard to trust Hunt more than maybe even a flex play. You know, if if, if you slept on on running back and you've hunted as an RB two, so be it. That's that's what it is. But you're gonna get these days. You know, one out of every four. I feel like than than not rather than not. Um, <laughs> you mentioned Fields and in these Bears. Oh. Dude, I, I had a dynasty league where I had to choose between and, and look, I'm struggling a quarterback in that in that league. I thought I was good for a while after I drafted Carson Wentz, you know, a few years ago and he had his almost MVP season. But I had Wentz, I have Trevor Lawrence, I drafted Justin Fields this year too. because uh, somehow they both fell to me. Um and I had Tyrod and he was doing okay. I probably would have started Tyrod today if he was healthy. Or toe rod, whatever you want to call him. Sorry, I'm I'm a hokey. I still call him Tyrod. rod. Screw, you, that. <laughs> Screw that. Screw um, that. But you know, I ha- I had preset and didn't want to do that. And whatever. I don't think either one would have mattered. I don't look at my scores during the day, so I'll figure out if it mattered or not. But I did start fields because the consensus, including even my projections and rankings, said to do so my gut said start lawrence so maybe i would have earned an extra like point and a half but i don't know if it would have mattered uh but yeah fields was an absolute disaster um honestly i don't know if it was his fault i mean the browns literally blitzed like every time red zone flipped to that game it was like the browns blitzed seven people and it was like hike And then there was three Browns in his face. Like, immediately. It was like, what do you expect this guy to do? Even if you did think he could run, there was nowhere for him to run. So, like, I think there's better days ahead for Fields. I think he's better than this by a mile. Um, But, yeah. This is a rookie quarterback going on the road on his first start against a fairly good defense. I didn't expect this bad, but I didn't expect much better. Let's be honest. So,
1: well, I'll tell we, you, Miles Garrett had set the oh record franchise record. Four and a half sacks. Yeah. Seven tackles, five for a for a loss. Like dude was was every bit of the, the first round pick that he ever that he should have been.
0: I think red so, zone or maybe the broadcast said that Fields is like now second for the most sacks in their career for a first start. Uh there's one other dude, and I don't even know who it is now. Some poor um, soul. Eleven sacks by the way. Like oh my god. Like
1: <laughs> double digits this is brutal. Somebody must have played against like the two thousand Ravens or something like that. My
0: thing is always like, you know, and, and I joked about this with you before the before we turned on air. It's like I you know I joked on air, but it's like, hey, at least it didn't throw an interception or fumble, like how many rookie quarterbacks would have just been like, bleh, 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 like does like drop the ball a million times or like just thrown it into nowhere land. Like at least you just held onto the ball. <laughs> like, Cause I'll tell you like for a while there, the bears were still in the game. This was like a 13 to six game in the middle of the third quarter because he didn't turn it over. And then it was just like, all right, well the bears aren't going to move the ball at all. So the Browns finally just scored a bunch and like, whatever. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> hey, you find silver linings in there. Exactly. The I mean, to. I'm
0: sort of joking because it was terrible, but, hey, at least there's a little something going on
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> so for our next game here, the Detroit Lions gave the Baltimore Ravens everything that they could handle. They won that game off of a 66 NFL record field goal, and I think with two seconds left in, uh, in regulation. Yeah, uh, Lamar Lamar was 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 OK, I reckon, uh, 287 for one one touchdown, one interception, 58 yards on the ground, as we all expect from him. Uh, I'm always kind of disappointed. When I don't get 100 yards from Lamar. I know I'm being selfish. Hey, man, but you know he's, I mean?
0: he's going to get Michael Vick's record soon. He's at nine. Yeah. He, if he gets a 10, he breaks it.
1: But I tell you what, what frustrates me the most, and I'm sure you're going to talk about this, that running back opportunity <sighs> share yeah. there is the most the strangest weirdest thing you think tyson williams to me has looked like the best running back there but they're giving carry i mean uh who led the you know, So uh latavius murray led that backfield and carries with seven tyson williams with five Devontae freeman the shell the husk of Devonte freeman had three <laughs> carries there but guess who bounced back mark my man mark mandrews if you will bounced yeah, back man. with five and 109 And then, Lord have mercy, Hollywood Brown. Why are you doing this to us, my dude? Three dropped touchdowns.
0: I'll be honest, this game should not have even been close in the first half. He dropped three wide open passes on different drives, no less, that were like, if he just caught it, he would just stride it into the end zone. So, yeah, brutal for them. You know, good for Mark Andrews. And it would have made Lamar's day way better. Uh, but yeah, no, this, uh, the, I think the story coming away from the, the Ravens side of this ball game is what you mentioned is, and it's this besides Tucker hitting this field goal, which was amazing. I don't know if you guys, have, if you guys can watch this replay, by the way, like from the, you know, from the, the kickers or the field part of you and just, I feel bad for lions fans and Dave Eddie, who ran the show with me last year. Sorry dude, but uh, if you watch it from the the field and you watch, you know, through the field goals and you watch the fans behind it when it hits the goal post, the crossbar and everybody just goes, "Yeah." And then they realize it's going to bounce backwards instead into through the goal post, they all go, "Oh, it's like the most disheartening thing to watch." <laughs> like, as a as a semi Ravens fan because my wife's a big Ravens fan and I'm close to the Baltimore area and I you know, I just like watching you know, record setting stuff like that. That's cool. Um, I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. But I feel for the Lions fans who I am friends with, and that's brutal, dude. But uh, yeah, this, this, um, you know, seven, five, three, like, uh, and none of them really, I mean, four, four and a half and two. The thing that really got me was like, at one point, like, this passing offense, despite Brown dropping the ball, wasn't really effective. And, I mean, Lamar, yeah, it would have been much better if Brad had caught the ball a couple times. But it wasn't really effective. He was missing a lot of passes. uh, And so you were like, look, this is one of the best rushing offenses in the league. Go back to it. It, It's worked in in, in weeks. And, And, look, Detroit isn't good. So, like, just... Plow over them, and they just refuse to do it, and it, that was mind-boggling to me. I'm going to be very curious to see if they go back to running the ball more next week. Uh, I hope they do, but I think all of these running backs take a hit next week in in everybody's rankings because of what we saw this week. So, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, who do you play from there? Who do you, play I, you, from there you
1: moving forward? You know what I mean? Like,
0: I. Uh, mm. I think i'm gonna have to go back because you know right now i don't have access to get out of live data i sure i don't have snap data and, and you know who saw you know you know more, more snap share things things like that so i'd be curious to see that kind of data first but i think you still want to lean williams a little bit but yeah i mean they're they're murray and williams are now inching closer to that like yeah. kind of jamal williams and swift range but like way lower, which we're gonna talk about in a minute, because at least Swift and Williams are performing to where these guys aren't. Yeah. yeah
1: exactly. Exactly. And let's say this about I mean DeAndre Swift. Lord have mercy. Seven catches for 60 yards. Seven to I, seven. I mean I tell you what, I don't even care if he's not I mean he saw 14 carries, which I love. I mean that's that's great volume right there. But seven catches for sixty yards. Let's go with that, Uh, Jamal Williams. So it was a fourteen to twelve carry uh, split, but a seven to two uh, target split, and that's between um, between um, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Excuse me, sorry. And then Hawkinson killed me in DFS. I got to be honest with you. Brutal. Two for ten just saying my head and
0: shit. I mean I didn't I didn't like Hawkinson this week in DFS or, or really anywhere I mean going against Ravens is tough but yeah I mean he didn't get shut out like that I kind of wonder and and I wrote this in the notes here to you is uh I kind of wonder if they kind of kept him in his protection wise um so we do have a quick a quick note here in uh Premium Alta is, is asking us how, how our weekend went. I'll be honest, man. I don't watch. I don't look at the scoreboard because I'm in so many leagues. I'll drive myself absolutely insane. But um, I have a gut feeling I'm not doing well. <laughs> just, just, but, but, who knows? What about you, man?
1: In the three leagues I care about, I believe I'm going to win in all three of them. Nice. I mean, so like, I'm good
0: with that. Twelve. So I don't watch because I just I'm yeah. going against a guy here who I have over here and vice versa. And it's it's like a spider web of stuff and you're just like, I just like I can't watch. I can't I can't scoreboard yeah. watch because you're like, Oh yay, oh crap. Oh yay, oh crap. And I just can't do it. So yeah, it's just kinda like it is what it's gonna be what it is. It all figures itself out at the end. There are random weeks where I go like twelve and 0 and there's weeks where I go Two and ten. It's yep. crazy. Anyway, it's wild. let's move on here, man.
1: All right. The Colts and the Titans. Um, I'm going to hit on a couple quick things here. Sure. Ryan Tannehill, finally, finally, we got that efficient, well, yeah, efficient day from him. He's TD uh, efficient. Yeah, exactly. TD efficient. Uh, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Derrick Henry coming off that 41-yard, uh, or excuse me, 41-opportunity game. Still saw he's, he got 113 uh, yards. Julio didn't do great three for 47 there even with AJ Brown going out early I with no that was brutal man and then I'll say this about Jonathan Taylor I'm going to ask you about this joke 56 I believe it's 51 and then he saw 64 yards yeah 56 51 and now 64 yards rushing for this guy who was taken as a top consensus eight running back off the board He's so, really, he's really so hurt fantasy manager.
0: I have no idea what is going on with the Jonathan Taylor. Just like when we saw Matt get rolled out early, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Jonathan Taylor!" All day, and he played well through the first two and a half quarters, and then they decided to like not use him at all. And I'm not even kidding you. And, and I don't know exactly the point where he didn't get a carry the rest of the the, the game, but they got into the red zone, and it was still a close game. They, they passed every single snap in the red zone, like within the five-yard line, and they didn't give it to Taylor. And they didn't score. Go figure. Or they might have gotten the field goal. But they were within scoring. And then and then all of a sudden the Titans blew the doors off. And then it was like, okay, well, fine. But at some point, like you've got to do what almost the Titans do, right? Where they ride their back. They ride their best player. And where they ride Henry. Right? Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor had a better average yard per carry than Wentz did yard per reception. That Insane that you don't give it to Taylor more. This is nuts. Taylor is an elite player still in everybody's mind, apparently except for the coaching staff <laughs> in Netflix. Mm. It's it, it's unbelievable. I don't get it. Especially when you gave Wentz. Coming into the game with, you know, two severely sprained ankles and you thought they were going to like take it easy on him. 37 passbacks or dropbacks like yeah, and he only completed half of them. Like stop giving him stop letting him do this. It's not working. So, yeah, it's I don't like
1: try to justify that that offseason trade like we need to get this. You know Why what I mean? Like we just play all this win
0: staff? games, it, win games. That's going to justify guys. Yeah. yeah,
1: man, I, I agree with you 100. percent But moving on, here we got the almost called them the San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles. Ah, I do it all the time. Chargers upsetting Ooh, Debo the, the now one and two Kansas City Chiefs might be the best one and two team of all time, but uh, thirty to the best last man. place team. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <bottom>, um, <laughs> sorry, Chiefs And Herbert, man, <laughs> Herbert, two hundred eighty-one Bala. four. Touchdowns! This kid is the truth. Uh, Austin Eckler obviously did what he did, but let's say this. Mike Williams, in his contract year, has been so, so good. 31 targets over three games. Uh, he saw seven, tar- or seven receptions, 112 yards, two touchdowns, one with 32 seconds left. I mean, Lord.
0: Which <laughs> was silly. Dude, <laughs> that, that, that was, the cra- that was and, honestly you know, the dumbest. <laughs> Play call that I've ever seen that worked in a long time. Like wow, if it works, and it you works. left Mahomes with 32 seconds left. That's the extra point to too, too, which almost like bit him in the ass. So like you were just like, oh man, you almost wanted like I hate to be like I don't I don't want to like go against anybody, but like because they made the dumb call to not, like, kneel the ball and, and let the clock run out and just kick the field goal at the end of the game and go for the touchdown, and then they miss the extra point, you almost wanted that extra point to bite them in the ass just yeah. to be like, yeah, don't be stupid.
1: I told Don't you do so, it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just don't do it.
1: And I'll say this one more thing, man. C.E.H. finally redeemed yeah, himself. Dude. 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown through the air. Oh, we get
0: an IU touchdown, finally, baby.
1: Finally. Oh, did IU just score?
0: IU just scored. He's 11, right?
1: Yes, he's number 11. Yep. We get an IU go. touchdown. So I he's alive. He's, he's back. I he's back. Yeah. in my, yeah. my buy article this week for going for $2. Yeah, yeah good, good go stuff, man. You.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right. So so I'll, I'll recap this real quick. So, yeah, Herbert is amazing. Uh, it, this is actually what we're we'll going to see. Mike Williams is the guy we talked about for a while, like the last couple of weeks. And we mentioned last week, like the volume he's getting is incredible. And it's something he hasn't seen in, in his entire career. Like, um, you know, he usually gets like, you know, five, six passes thrown to him, but they're all like 40 yards downfield. <laughs> exactly. And like, they're almost like half of them are uncatchable. Yeah. And he's just like, and he gets hurt off of them because they're like, you he know, contested through catches through and he gets undercut. And like, yeah. So this is awesome to see because this is the guy who I thought coming out of college was one of the best receivers coming out in a long time. At of Clemson, he was amazing. And, I'm a, you know, I watched the ACC because I'm a Virginia Tech fan. So, like, I knew who this guy was. He was incredible. Um, Keenan Allen, we know, does his thing. Eckler is back, man. Like, that's all there is to it. He's back. He's doing his thing. Catching balls. Uh, you know, he had, like, almost 20 touches total. So, or. 18 touches total perfect that's what you want from yeah ceh though that is amazing uh this is what you kind of wanted from him i want to see him do it again before i fully believe uh i don't know if it was more like you know the chargers were game planning to like hey beat us with ceh instead of the other guys i want to see him do it again because we've seen like a game here at a ceh before but we haven't seen it multiple times. I want to see it again, but that's a good sign for him after two abysmal games from him. So,
1: yeah, yeah. two games where I was like, I was almost on the verge of saying, dude, he was forty
0: six hundred on DK. By the yes. way, he was dirt cheap. He was like well, almost free. I
1: had him, I had him in, in a game that yeah, I had I, him, I, I had him, so.
0: unfortunately did not get to put in some lineups. I had the. Uh, I had the kids myself this morning, so I wasn't able to throw in some lineups.
1: But I before. forgot.
0: But I, you know, it's cool. Hey, let's get a quick question in here, real quick. Uh, we got uh, Zachary Zygmunt. Uh, what are the odds the is Zeke put up 40 plus for PPR me tomorrow?
1: Mm. Are we talking about the six Eagles? I mean, that? I'm going to, you I'm know, assuming-
0: it, it, I'm assuming four.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to say. Dude, you're probably about fifty fifty, man. I mean, I'm I'm guessing about like a maybe a twenty five point game at a at a at a DAC, and actually, you know what? I'm gonna go more like thirty thirty eight percent chance. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the more I think about it, because because Zeke has not been getting the usage, so I'm guessing you're gonna get like a mid 20 game out of DAC, and unless you get like a multiple TD performance out of Zeke, I don't think you're getting it. Let's be honest.
1: I'll say this as as the resident Dallas fan, I'm gonna give you some hope here. Zeke has seen seventy, no, excuse me, sixty-two, no, no, sixty-eight percent of the snap share. Tony Pollard has looked great and I love Tony Pollard, but he's only seen, you know, thirty-two percent of the snap share. So please go ahead and I would say fifty-eight percent chance, my man. Charlie, you got this. Don't (laughs) even Yeah, here's the here's the thing though this <clears throat>
0: here's the thing though man like even though he's getting the snap share he's not getting the touch share that's the problem that's true
1: yeah <clears throat> and i'll say this pollard's pollard. getting
0: pollard every time he's in the game he's basically getting the touch that's he the is. thing to where zeke when he's in the game he's not getting the touches he's you know they're they're using him as a blocking back yeah. i love zeke's talent but man it's just, it's not happening right now like he's gonna have to go for multiple multiple scores. Or, or Dax has got to go off for like 35 in order for it to happen. like yeah. Which is possible. The Eagles suck. So, you know, it is what it is.
1: But I, I would say it's <laughs> not, not a terrible stretch to say 25 and 15. But, I, don't
0: think, I don't think it's like a I said, terrible stretch either.
1: Charlie, Charlie, 58%, my man. You got this. All right. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we got the New Orleans Saints smacked up the New England Patriots here 28 to 13. Jameis Winston maybe he's maybe he's okay i don't know <laughs> we said
0: was, this week one too you know it's same saying? thing you're like yeah what do
1: you do with this <laughs> so, so he saw that 150 yards <laughs> in week one this is exactly seven, like
0: week one man modest three, three
1: touchdowns yeah so i mean marquez calloway finally panned out for folks with a touchdown here yeah uh, mac jones 80, threw 80 the yards ball or 40 yards had four, yeah, 41 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, there. Sorry, I said 80. I don't uh, know why I said 80. Oh, I was reading Kamara for I, a second. <laughs> Damian Harris just crushed my soul. I gave some people some advice this morning to play Damian Harris. <sighs> yeah, me too, Oof. man. Six for 14, that is not great. I don't um, – yeah, I don't get and that. And we have here that uh, – oh, Jacoby Myers. Let me just say this. That dude is a PPR floor uh, angel. If you need a good floor in PPR, start Jacoby Myers. He has got you. 9 for 94 and then James White he was carted off with a uh yeah. hip injury i think it says here so
0: yeah not, Not looking a good, good, man. Game,
1: honestly, to to siphon anything about fantasy from.
0: I mean, at least the only thing I can say is at least Kamara got touches again because like, the yeah. le, the week before he got like twelve total. But <laughs> this is such a weird offense. Like it's so. I mean, you're you're starting Kamara, but literally I wouldn't start anybody else. And I think this is an albatross with Harris. Like, I think he's the guy there. Like it was weird. There was one point where they were like close, and they kept they kept running the ball with um oh what the hell's his name um, <clears throat> Andre Stevenson. No, it was the uh, God damn it! I can't even think of his name. JJ now. Taylor. No, it was actually somebody else, and I was like, "Oh, this is like three years ago, guys." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, "This is stupid." Um, stop giving this guy the ball, and it, like ex- the point that I can't even think of his name is like so dumb. Um, <clears throat> that's why he shouldn't have gotten the ball. But uh, yeah, it was it was sort of like <clears throat> just give Harris the ball. He's obviously the more electric guy. Oh, Bolden, <clears throat> I. Oh, before. Bolden?
1: They, Brandy, they
0: were giving Brandon the Bolden the ball within like the 10 yard line. And I'm like, Harris, they were trying to do like these outside runs with Bolden, and, and I'm like, this guy runs slower than me. <clears throat> and I'm like, this doesn't work, guys. Like, just give Harris the ball. This is clearly the guy who should be getting the ball. But yeah, they didn't do it. So, oh well. <laughs> Moving on, because this game is bleh. This. As yeah, I dude. as I mentioned in my comment, this game is bleh. <laughs>
1: I mean speaking of another Blair game the Falcons and the Giants which he did oh God turn yeah, into not, an yeah okay we could yeah. probably
0: move move on with this game too pretty much
1: Yeah I mean Saquon <laughs> uh six, 16 for 51 and 1 6 for 43 that's <clears throat> the big takeaway for me for fantasy
0: Yeah I mean he he looked healthy uh and he looked explosive at times and especially on that uh that over the top play where he like jumped over the line like that was something where like as soon as he did it I went oh okay like this dude can leap again off of that knee, he's back. So if somebody wants to sell you, you know, give you give you a discount on Saquon, now's the time to do it for you know one hundred percent. Good luck figuring out the Davis and Patterson, you know, mix here with, with the Falcons. I I I was a big you know Davis believer in you know in draft season, but it's not Me too. happening unfortunately. So. Yeah. I'm going to be searching for that RB two in a couple leagues where, you know, I I had him as my RB two and my RB three and four have are now hurt. So,
1: (laughs) well, hopefully your wide receivers at least look really good in those. They
0: do, they do actually, but uh, yeah. Thankfully, yes. Thank you for that. So,
1: to this son of a bitch Steelers team. Oh my gosh! That has killed me two weeks in a row on parlays. Damn you, Pittsburgh! But uh, the Bengals, the Bengals, whoop! Big Ben's
0: done. That's all He's I can done, say. Can good. can we just – yeah, Big Ben's done. Jamar Chase is the real deal. Uh, and, yeah, although I am heard. not going to believe that Jamar Ch- – by the way, it, it, we'll just we'll at just this game real quick because I can just finish it out here right, real, real quick. Jamar Chase, by the way, he will not keep up this pace. If somebody wants to pay, you know, really top dollar – like if somebody wants to give you like a Calvin Ridley for Jamar Chase, I'm buying it yeah. in a heartbeat because yep. – Dude, Jamar Chase has like twelve catches and six touchdowns. Like, <laughs> it's insane what's happening right now with him. So no, that's not happening. Um, I I love that he's a t- very talented receiver, but in redraft, like now is his like super high value. Get rid of him for somebody who is a little underperforming. You know, people are are, are you know, I get it. Like I'm a Ridley owner, I, you know, I I roster Ridley in a bunch of leagues. I'm frustrated. But, you know, I guarantee you there's somebody in the league where they're gonna trade you one for one Ridley for Chase because of the touchdowns and the point tolls he's got. And you know, it might not happen right away, but I guarantee you Ridley will bounce back and be good, and Chase will not keep this pace up. Um and yeah, Big Ben, I feel for him a little bit in this game because his receivers got hurt, Juju got hurt, um, he didn't start with Johnson. And Claypool could only do what he could do, and he's you know throwing to guys who we don't even know.
1: Um, 15 targets to Najee Harris, though. Uh, Lord, 19, Was it 19? 19. I it was, I 19. That was that's
0: insane. I mean, that's how bad it got. He was just throwing to Harris the entire uh, game. And Harris ate it up. I mean, 14, 402 yards receiving. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, there you go. So, you're – <laughs> You're loving it if you're if, you know if you have Harris on your team, but yeah, it's, it's uh oh, there you go.
1: And then for our, our last um, afternoon slash morning games, depending on where you're at on the in the country here, uh the Cardinals beat I mean, they listen, this game is way closer in the first half than it should have been. Cardinals thirty one the Jaguars nineteen. Yes. I love how you uh, Kyle Murray, it. Yeah, it almost it, it scared the hell out of me. Kyler Murray had a beautiful, beautiful run in the first or second quarter. It was the first half or, or something. <laughs> he always um, does that where he's like out he, by himself. He yeah. just holds the ball out. <laughs> yeah. It was just they, everybody like, bit on him. Everybody got – I'm this... like, what the hell? Uh, but I tell you what, Trevor Lawrence has looked awful over the first three games of the season. I do believe he's going to be okay as far as Dynasty goes. But for this season, drop him, kick him off your team – Whatever you got to do, get him out of there. He is not Ooh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
0: he's he, yeah. He's not a redraft guy right now. Um, like I said, I mentioned earlier on where I had to choose between him and Fields and 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 Wentz in a dynasty league. Unfortunately, um, I knew I was hurting for quarterback, and I drafted Lawrence in the first round, and then randomly in the, in the middle of the second round. Fields fell to me, and I was like, Well, if I'm that desperate for a quarterback, I got to take a chance on two of them. And just the rest of my team is actually pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just have to hope one of them hits, right? Neither one of them are hitting right now. So <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, no, I feel you. Like, uh, the one thing I got to worry about, like, and, and this is what we always got to worry about with with Murray, right? Is that, uh, you know, it, yeah, he had the passing yardage, but like, he didn't throw for a touchdown. He was, you know, not very. it just just wasn't working today and if it wasn't for that rushing touchdown it actually wasn't that great of a day for murray um connor busted in for two um kirk was the big receiving target aj green came out of nowhere like what the (laughs) hell um hopkins wasn't healthy and but he missed hopkins over the middle like a couple of different times where like it was wide open and just like Mm -hmm. missing behind or over the top like it was it was was weird. weird it was kind of odd um I'll tell you this. I mean, like you know, good sign for you know J. Rob owners who were like you know relishing over the fact that they got him. Especially if you drafted early, like I did in a bunch of leagues where you got him kind of at a discount. Um, you know, a fortune for ETN, but you know, I was like, I was like, well, maybe the ETN injury didn't matter because J. Rob sucks. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I. I the 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 Jack, the Jags got kind of lucky to even have nineteen points here. I'll be honest, because uh, did you did you see that that field goal attempt the the sixty eight yard field goal the sixty eight yard field goal attempt at the end of the first half? Absolutely, um, yeah. which was absolutely insane. And then I forget uh,
1: his name, uh, Jamal Agnew ran it back for a 109-yard
0: touchdown. It reminded me of, like, the the Auburn-Alabama game thing where, like, the people just kept, like, diving at him and like, just kept missing, and then it was just like, yeah, scored a it touchdown. It was, like, the
1: laziest, like...
0: And then, like, dude, they were, it, was a, it was a sort of a close game until the Jaguars decided, to, like, third and something in the beginning of the second half in their own territory to go for a flea flicker, and then Lawrence just, like... Yeah, because he's just a rookie and he doesn't know how to read it, right? He just, he's just like, oh, this is my play. I have to throw it. And he just heaved it up to an open right to receiver. Yeah, right but Byron. like the guy was not open. Like the receiver just undercut it or the defender just undercut it right away and just ran back. And that was yeah. game over. Like that was the game right yeah. there. That was game over. So yeah, Lawrence is not going to be a guy you can rely on this, this year, unfortunately. I mean, the Cardinals defense isn't. Bad, but they're not top-notch. And if he can't get it done against them, like, I don't – I mean, unless he's playing Atlanta, unfortunately. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of defense he's going to get it done against. So, it is what it is. But, all right, let's move on here to the 4 p.m. games here. And, um, well, 4 p.m. Eastern Time games, the late afternoon games. And we're going to start with the Dolphins and the Raiders. And, man, this was a hell of a game. Win the overtime, which was – I don't think anything anybody expected. The Raiders ended up pulling out 31-28. Brissette was – Two fifteen, ran for seven, thirty-seven yards, and ran for a touchdown um, to uh, tie it up in overtime. Actually, so it actually ended up like getting tied up in overtime again. So we had multiple scores in overtime. Uh, Gaskin was good, uh, thirteen for sixty-five, three for nine. Uh, Gaseki the rise of Goseki, uh 10 for 86. So maybe Brissett likes him more He's than Tua cracked. does. <laughs> All right, right. So uh does anybody want Tua back? No, I don't know. No. Um Waddle 12 for 58. Holy crap. So uh those those in PPR leagues are relishing there. And then on the other side of the ball, carr high yardage again, man. 386 yards, two touchdowns. Barber, twenty-three for 111. Whoa. Renfro, five for seventy-seven and a touchdown. I mean, you know, I, I know we're missing, you know, tight end here for the Raiders, uh, but it's, he didn't do a whole lot. So uh, Waller, uh, unfortunately not. But I mean, I, what's the takeaway here? Like, I like I looked at this box score and going like, I don't know, because it is an overtime game, so stats are a little inflated. But like, the one thing I can think of is like, you know, we talked about this before in, on other shows is... This, this resurgence from Carr and this high yardage games from Carr, is this something we can expect week in and week out now? Because it's been three weeks in a row.
1: I think so. Once you have that pattern established, I mean, this seems like the way they want to win games, even though they gave the fantasy superstar Peyton Barber uh, 23 <laughs> carries. But you know, what, you know what's worrisome for me more than anything else is that Darren Wallace on 19 targets in week one. He's seen 12 combined in Ooh. two and three. I mean, defense is part- game planning for Of course, him. they should. Exactly, as they should. But the Raiders keep finding the way to win they against know teams dope. that I do believe that are actually very talented teams, Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore, and I actually like Miami. Obviously, they didn't have Tua today, but – uh, yeah, but
0: Miami's defensive saw they've been, they've been they shut down. In- they shut down like Josh Allen. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I I like I like that fact, too. Um, I also know that, you know, just from watching this game, that I know, you know, the thought on Ruggs is that, you know, he's not a playmaker, but holy crap. I don't know if you saw it, but he made some amazing, like, contested catches tonight, and he had seven targets. He only caught four, but he – That's way better than he usually has. He had two or three amazing contested catches where he went up for the ball and got drilled, and he came down with them. That's not what he usually does. So maybe this is a turnaround game for Ruggs finally.
1: Uh, I hope so, man.
0: If if it is, man, then I I think – Carr is going to have an amazing end of the season, and it's all we can hope for. And, and that's going to open more things up for Waller, which is going to be better yeah. for most people. Can, so,
1: and you could see him getting more comfortable with Brian Edwards as well. I, I guess, oh, I, yeah. we should say Brian Edwards is getting more comfortable in the NFL. So, they have a decent, I, I a dec- yeah, I dec- love Brian before. Edwards. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was touting him so, so hard coming out of a home, lot of people were, home,
0: so. a lot of yeah, people man. were, but
1: I, I love Derek Carr. I think it's going to keep going. Yeah, I see no reason why it shouldn't.
0: I I agree. Um, all right, so <laughs> Broncos twenty six, Jets zero. Do
1: we have to talk about this
0: at all? I don't know, man. Let's you know, let's just. All right, so Corey Davis caught five. Carter led the way for the Jets running game. Move on, uh, Teddy. Whatever. So the, I think I think the the talking point here is Mel Gordon it finally flip-flopped on the running game here with Mel Gordon and, and Javonta Williams. So the last two weeks, the first two weeks of the season, we had Javonta Williams actually run the ball more than Mel Gordon. This week, we had the opposite. Mel Gordon was 18 for sixty-one in the touch, and then Javonta Williams was 12 for 29. Granted, he caught three for 33. So, I mean, again, like, I don't... I think... what What's your take on this? Because I've given my opinion, and so has Jeff... Uh, and my, my co-host on Thursday has given our opinion on this backfield for the last few weeks. What's your opinion on this backfield and what it's ultimately going to become?
1: My opinion is probably the consensus that Javante Williams will eventually take over this backfield, and I see it happening sooner rather than later. Although, obviously, the script flipped uh, in this week. But I think at the same time, when you're up this much, you give the running back, who doesn't mean as much to your team, more carries therefore ergo melvin gordon gets more carries uh, but as far as like opportunities go they were pretty close i mean 15 to what 19 or so i really don't take much away from this as far as do i think melvin gordon is good for fantasy sure do i think javante is good for fantasy sure um but until javante starts seeing you know 60 of that opportunity share i really don't want to start either one of them in anything more than like a desperation flex play.
0: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. All right, uh next game here, Bucks and Rams, um a, l- a little bit of a surprise. I mean, both 2-0 coming in, but uh <clears throat> I think a lot of us thought the Bucks were going to take this one, but yeah. Rams suck it to, them, man, 34-24 and it was I mean closer than it really was, but uh yeah. this game was really like, you know, garbage time at the end for the Bucks. Uh Brady, you know, High yardage again, 434 yards, only threw for one touchdown. Granted, he snuck in, you know, Mm -hmm. know, typical Brady fashion, snuck in for one. Evans, 106. uh, Godwin, 74. Geo, though, man. I mean, granted, this is what I expected from Geo if they were getting behind. This was a Geo day. Nine for 51 and a touch. So there you go. This is why I wanted him at best ball big time. because There's going to be these games, right? Um, the Rams, Stafford, three forty-three and four touchdown. Two of them went to Cooper Cup for ninety-six yards, nine catches. Um Deshaun Jackson probably should have had more. The couple he of them were underthrown, man. Should
1: have. That I, dude I never
0: would have I never would have oh. thought Stafford would have underthrown somebody, but he actually underthrew Djax. Like Djax literally looked at him like what, what the hell was that? Like, am I that fast for you at 34, bro? Come on. Uh, but, yeah, he finally got one, 129 to touch. touch. Sony Michelle in, in place of uh, Henderson, 20 for 67. So not great, but, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> there's a lot to go here because there's a lot of stats, but where does your eye go immediately?
1: Immediately it goes to that Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup connection. Yes, that is something that I, I don't buy into the narrative too much in in the off I try not to three right? weeks in a row. But exactly. So that when I hear, oh, they're having breakfast or and they're doing all this stuff and Cooper Cups, you know, they're best friends. I'm like, I don't give a shit because Robert Woods, in my opinion, before this this season was the better receiver. But I tell you what, Cooper Cup is the dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he is the dude in that offense, and I love it because he he's he's a he's a massive slot receiver, 6'2", 220 out of the slot. He can line up on the outside. He's in there for pretty much a hundred percent of the snaps, and um, I mean I, I'll just say this much, and I've said this in a couple tweets. Sean McVay looks like a child in a candy shop when Matthew Stafford throws a touchdown. He's like. Oh my God! I finally have a great quarterback.
0: He, <laughs> yeah, no, he not, loves it, man. Is, he really does, and he
1: should. And he, and he absolutely and should. He's, and he's like this dude can run my offense how I want to run it. Like you know, he was in he was in Jeff Goff's or excuse me, Jared Goff's uh, headset this entire time when he was his quarterback, and uh, the fact that he doesn't have to do that. And Matt Stafford actually checked out of a couple of uh, of plays mm-hmm. into the run, and they actually I'm ended sad. up working out. But that's where it goes. First, um, I'm surprised they ran Sunday Michelle twenty times, but. Establishing the I mean, they were in the that lead, so why not? Yeah, that opened up to play action as well. So good for them. Yeah,
0: I mean the. You, you mentioned it, like the where where my where my eyes go, and I know I want to get the last game and get out of here, but you you kind of got to that point. But where my head goes really is the fact that Robert Woods is just not getting the looks. Mm. I mean, six targets. That's okay, but then they caught three of them for thirty-three yards. Like he's not getting the downfield work, which is what I think we all thought he would get. Like we all thought Cup would be the underneath guy because that's what he had been with 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 Golf for so long. And maybe it was this Golf holding him back, and maybe Cup Woods was kind of the overtop guy. Like I don't know what changed, but this is not anything anybody expected. And so like I took Woods over Cup in every league except for one where cup kind of fell and i'm reaping the benefits i think actually scott fish randomly uh Same, so bro. hey there we him. go
1: hey dude i got him in the fifth and the sixth in scott fish so let's i finish. mean that's a,
0: that's a, but that's a weird format too because it is it's a weird a super, flex it's a super flex place. and all the other stuff so yeah i i think i i think i'm reaping the benefits there but uh you know that's that's just kind of a weird one like i would have told you nine times out of ten take will over cup and i was wrong and it sucks because like, I'm, I'm eating it, too, man. I'm, I'm eating those words, too. Oh, wow. Did MVS finally catch a ball, especially for a touchdown? Holy crap. That's amazing. I didn't know he could catch a ball. Anyway, uh, last game of the day, except for the one that's going on, Seahawks and Vikings. Vikings upset, in my opinion. The Seahawks, 30-17. to 17. Um, Yikes. This was a weird one, man. Like... um. I, I did not expect this at all, especially with Cook being out. But I mean, Wilson was two ninety eight for a touchdown. It went to DK Metcalf. He had under seventy yards. So Lockett, you know, we we Jeff and I talk about this all the time. Like Lockett has like four monster games a year, and he had two of them in a row. So like we were waiting for the down game, and, and of course it happened. Uh, so I, it, no offense to you, man, but I kind of wish Jeff was here to like. You know, back me up on this one, and be like, "Yeah, we told you so." But no, like I don't. I hate doing that. I hate doing that. But but it is what it is, man. Carson had a good game, twelve for eighty and a touch. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Cousins doing his thing again, man. You know, this is like three weeks in a row for him too, man. Three twenty three and three touchdowns. Um, this week he spread it around a little more. Jefferson nine for one hundred eighteen and a touch. Thielen got his uh, six yard or six receptions, fifty and a touch. And then uh, you know, Madison did his best, Dalvin Cook per, uh you know.
1: But he looked good.
0: He looked good, man. Twenty-six, one hundred and twelve yards. Yeah. Six for fifty. And I mean, he looks like Dalvin Cook and runs the ball. Like I had a couple of friends over and they were like, that looks like Dalvin Cook. I'm like, yeah, he does. He like he like run, it's like the same running style. So he did a great job. And and um, you know, it's it's funny because Before the season started, when we did the NFC North preview, me and my co-host, and I forget who our guest that was, and I apologize for that, we kind of all were like, you know, after last season, when Madison didn't really perform like you expected him to when Cook was out, we kind of were all off of Madison, even as a handcuff. We were like, you know, does it really matter? Like, is he going to really be the guy that... But you know, it is what it is. Um He he proved us wrong today, so maybe maybe that's gonna be a thing. Um but he's still a handcuff and that's that's really what it is. But um
1: Don't overreact. That's Yeah, it. don't
0: don't overreact. Like I mean he he's probably he's probably rostered every league anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but you know, what, what's your take on this? Like, is it, is it the fact that, like, DK finally showed up and, you know, like, this is the DK we can expect? Uh, and and Lockett's going to be up and down. Is it going to be Jefferson's the real deal and Thielen's going to finally come back down? Like, this almost seemed like a normalizing game for both teams, minus the score. my <laughs> yeah, opinion. No, but, you know, what, what's what's your thoughts?
1: That's a good – it's a very, very good point. It's almost like a normalizing game. But I'll say this about Tyler Lockett. I, was, I want to write an article about him, actually. Uh, in the past fifty games, not counting today, in the past fifty games, he's been a wide receiver two or better in twenty-one of those. That's actually like incredibly I know that, that sounds inconsistent. But actually it's really, really consistent. But um but yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty normalizing. Um Justin Jefferson is going to be the target leader on the on the Vikings. That's just gonna happen. Dalvin Cook should probably be back next week. So I would not expect Alexander Madison to really have you much more uh fantasy value as far as that goes. And Kirk Cousins has been good for an entire season and now three games. Yeah, You're talking, he's had two touchdowns in week one, three touchdowns in week two, three touchdowns in week three. He had 35 touchdowns last season, y'all. 35. My dude can play. Like, I love Kirk Cousins. He is the (laughs) unsung hero of freaking fantasy. As far as, like, Superflex goes, if you have him as your – Quarterback two, you're murdering people. Like it's not even close. But um, I. But yeah, I, I still I still like Adam Thielen. He's fine. Like he's going to get all the touch. He's going to get double digit touchdowns this year. It's just going to happen. Um. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Russell Wilson will have better days for for sure. He'll have better yeah. days. But.
0: Yeah, we we, we talked about a, we talked a lot about Russell Wilson on, on in the off season and. I think with Wilson is he seems like he has these like massive games, especially early on, and then he sort of struggles later later in the season and so like he's had one now, so maybe he makes up for it later, but it, it, it he I don't know. I I mean dude go go back to last year. He was he was QB like two. Yep. Through the first like eight weeks, and then after that it was like QB like twenty. Yeah, he was, and he, he averaged actually like QB like ten. So everybody's like, "Oh, he's good, good." Like, yeah. but like, go back Context and look at the numbers, matters. guys. Contacts, Contacts matters, matters guy. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good call. All right, man. Um, thank you for stepping in for Jeff uh, tonight. Uh, it was great talking to you, and um, hope everybody's doing well. I think we are at. Oh, of course, I'm looking at the screen where there's no no score. I think they're going to. Oh, there we go. It is twenty four fourteen. Green Bay, twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, uh, you know they're they're making it. They're keeping it interesting here. But uh, we will uh, we will let you go and enjoy the rest of the game. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. And uh, if you guys have anybody Monday night, good luck to you. Unless you're playing me. <laughs> Take care, y'all. All right. See you guys.